0: Good evening everyone, this is Brother Brandon coming to you from Fort Smith, Arkansas with another Fishers and Men video broadcast and it is good to be here with you today and I am going to be kind of changing some things up a little bit. Um, So instead of actually doing uh, Facebook live videos, I'm just going to pre-record them. Um, I will have them pre-recorded on my phone as well. And uh, we're just going to be able. we're just going to just kind of go from there and then I'll post, once I'm done with that, I will post it to Facebook and Sermon Audio and YouTube and all that stuff, all right? So you just hang in there. Um, for those of you on YouTube, I am very sorry. Um, last Tuesday I did a video, but for some reason I just could not download it off of Facebook. Um, some really weird stuff going on there. <clears throat> so it's going to look like I haven't done one in a while, but I had done a video last week, so I'm sorry I'm uh, not able to get that on to uh on there uh for you all to to listen to. Um <coughs> so I apologize for that. Um and so uh tonight, I know last week I said that we'll be getting into uh, finishing off Matthew chapter thirteen, um, but however, with everything coming to uh, kind of coming to an end of this month, uh, Halloween's coming up, and uh, so I wanted to. I'm going to be talking to you guys about tonight, um, about Halloween uh, or Salwyn okay? Salwin, um, and talk talk to you guys about how Salwin is a satanic. High Day, it is a it is a day that should not be observed by any Christian. I don't care if it's trunk or treat or whatnot. Um, things like this should not be celebrated, and we're going to be getting into some detail uh, tonight. is going to be more of like a teaching, uh, a teaching, uh, maybe a little bit of preaching. Uh, but it's going to be mainly teaching. Um, I've done some notes in the past. Um, <clears throat> I've done some notes in the past here. Uh, I'll be getting into uh, notes. Uh, I've actually uh, did some notes on Doc Marquise's uh, America's Occultic Holidays. So I've taken some notes on, on Halloween. I want to be getting into that. <clears throat> I also have another binder here I'm going to be getting into um, that I get into the, uh, occult holidays and and sabbats, and so I'm going to be touching on and and reviewing the Halloween stuff on here as well, uh, so a lot of this stuff is going to be from notes and sources, and so I just want to kind of put that out, (coughs) put it out there, um, just because, you know, just so that no one, you know, So, just so, you know, it doesn't seem like I'm, like, copywriting or anything like that. So, uh, but you pray for me. The devil's really going to probably have a heyday with us um, because I'm exposing some things that is going to be kind of uh, not too pleasing to the devil. So, y'all pray for me. Pray for my message. Pray that God will just have his way and will. And uh, so, you know... We'll go from there, okay? Um, let's see here. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, do pray for my ministry. Um, do pray for my for my videos. Do... Uh, <clears throat> Do pray for my ministry, pray for my videos, um, and uh, pray that God would just be honored and glorified in all this, and uh, <clears throat> pray that, um, you know, pray that God would be honored and glory uh, glorified through all this, and pray that, you know, things, you know, that people will learn and, and understand what this is, all right? So y'all pray for me, pray for brother Joey. I know he appreciates your prayers. Um yes, I am clean shaven. I don't have that I don't have my scruff anymore. I completely shaved it off. So, yeah. Uh but anyways, you know, so y'all pray for pray for each other, you know. Um I'm sure, you know, we all can we all appreciate the prayers. So <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me now um so yeah so keep each other in prayer uh, other than that there's not a whole lot going on um, I'm thinking about maybe doing a broadcast every Tuesday uh, every Tuesday and Saturday uh, Saturday knowing I don't have anything going on so pray for me on that if you uh, you know pray you know pray for me on that and see if that's what the Lord would have um, you know, uh, so you just, you know, something that I think might be a little bit more convenient for me. It may not be for others, but you know, you know, it will definitely be convenient for me. Um, so anyways, uh, with that said, I think that's going to be it. Um, if you have your Bibles, We're going to kind of start here in Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2. We're going to start off with this verse because I think it's very important. And I think it's something that we all need to just kind of take grasp. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. Okay, you guys get that. Learn not the way of the heathen. I want you just to think about that, Christian, because this message is going to be directed at you. It's going to be directed at the born-again believer. It's going to be directed at those who, who believe on Jesus Christ? <coughs> because no Christian should be partaking of salwin. Okay. Now, with that said, let's see here. Oh, uh, with that said, um. We are not to take place. We're not to. Uh, we are not to uh, <clears throat> take part of Samhain. Why? Because Samhain is a satanic high day. Okay, say Samhain is a. Salwin is a high day, it's a Satanist high day. And no matter how Americans like to say, well, it's innocent. We could we can do it. No, it's not all that innocent as you think. Okay, it's not all innocent as you think. Now, here's another verse. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21. It says, Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Did you get that? Let me read that again. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. You cannot do both. what hath the temple of God with idols? You cannot serve Jesus Christ and you cannot serve Satan. You just can't. Okay? You just can't. Now, what I want to say here, with that said, let's take a look from... Let's take a look to see what let's take a look at um <coughs> what the, the satanic high days okay now in satanism okay now according now doc marquise was a fellow brother in the Lord Uh, He died actually like four years ago. It's it's been a while since he actually had passed away. But he's passed on to be with the Lord. And uh, he has this really good teaching. I want you to... If you guys can get your hands on this particular teaching, I recommend you... You could probably go to YouTube and type it in. Um, But Doc Marquis had this really good teaching... About the occultic holidays in America. Okay. And so in the occult, there's eight high days. Okay. <laughs> in Bible Christianity, um, the number eight, okay, the number eight is um a number for new beginnings. Okay. But in the occult, there is high, there is eight high nights, or eight human nights of sacrifice that um, human sacrifice that um, are performed each year. okay now, <clears throat> um, the first one I want to mention is Yule, okay, and other, and that's on the st- Um, that is on December 21st, okay? That's Yule. Now, um, I'm kind of multitasking, so <coughs> please do forgive me. I am multitasking. Um, okay, so the first humanite sacrifice that's mentioned that, that, that um, and I'm, I'm actually reading uh, the notes that I've taken from this particular teaching, so these are actually notes that I've taken uh, from his teaching, um, but we see here that the first humanite sacrifice in the occult is Yule, which is December 21st, or the winter solstice, or other words, Christmas, Christmas. Okay. Now I could be wrong on this, but the original date of this is the 21st, but the Catholic Church moved it to December 25th. Okay? So that's the first high day. The second one is in bulk, which is February 1st. Uh The third one is Ostera, which is March 21st, the spring equinox. We got May 1st, or May Day, which is Beltane. We also have Lithia, which is June 21st, summer solstice. Um, Then we have Langusta, which is August 1st, which we've already passed. (coughs) <coughs> the next one is Maybone, which is September 21st. That is the Antonymous Equinox. We've already passed that date. And now, coming up here, we see Samhain, which is Halloween, which is October 31st. Okay? October thirty first. That is a high day in the occult. That's actually like an extreme high day in the occult because, excuse me, when you when you um, take a look, um, when you take a look at Salwin, okay, Satanists believe. That uh, during Sawin the veil is very thin between argument between us and the spirit world, the, the the fourth dimension. Okay, and so they believe that that is a time where spirits can cross over into into our. Um, and to our physical realm. Okay? <clears throat> now, you might say, well, well, Brandon, you know, you're just making too much of this. It's it's just a harmless little holiday. Well, there is a I don't know if you guys know, but there is a man, very wicked man Okay, this guy was a full-blown Satanist. Okay, Antolevay—he is the founder of the Church of Satan—and this is what he has to say, as per Salwin. Okay, he says, and I—he says, and I quote: "I am glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night of the year." Let me read that again. I am glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night of the year. He is referring to Salwyn. Why? Because even Christian parents will let their kids dress up in costumes and go about doing whatever. And what does Paul say? Let me reread you what Paul said. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. <clears throat> does that make sense with you guys? You cannot be a Christian... And partake of Samhain. It's a very. Samhain is a very wicked. Very. Very wicked. Holiday. Okay. It is a very. Very wicked holiday. Now. Why is Halloween a wicked holiday? Let's take a look. I'm going to, let's, we're going to dive a little bit into the notes that I have here. Okay. <clears throat> first off, one of the things that I've noted from Doc Marquis's teaching on America's Occultic Holidays for Halloween is that in the occult world, Halloween goes from October 29th through the 31st. I would actually would extend that to the 1st. So you're looking at a three-day high day. From, it starts on October 29th and it goes all the way through November 1st because November 1st is the Catholic holiday of All Saints Day. <clears throat> okay. Now, there was a group of people in the British Isles from about 900 BC through 900 AD known as the Celts. Okay. Now, within this... Within this set of people, there was a priestly group called the Dru- the Druids. Okay, and eight times a year, the, the 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 time that I told you, eight times a year, they would go to a place called Stonehenge to worship their pagan gods. Stonehenge was also a astronomical center. Okay. Which means they're able to tell from the like the stars and, and, and all that stuff. Now <clears throat> what, what what do we say about what do we say about at the very beginning? Okay. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2. Thus saith the Lord, Lord not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them. Okay? Now So we see that Stonehenge was an astronomical center as well as a worship center. Now every year for Halloween or Samhain what the druids would do is they would fill their cauldrons up with a with an apple cider substance. Okay? And uh, they would let this thing boil for a few hours. Okay. Now you might say, "Well, what's what's wrong with that?" Well, where do you think will we, where do you think we get the whole bobbing for apples? They get you get the bobbing from apples from that particular practice of this apple cider substance okay <clears throat> now here's what here's what here's what here here's what they'll do here's what the druids would do they would go out every Halloween and they would go wait for it trick or treating and they'd go from house to house okay now you might say, Well, Brandon, what's the matter with you? You you're you're just you're just making a big deal out of something. No, this is history. Go look it up for yourself. Okay. The trick- they went trick-or-treating. Now, these druids didn't go for candy, they went for human sacrifices. Which is where trick-or-treating comes from as a public service announcement. Okay. Trigger treating is a bit of a risk because there's things going on right now with the whole fentanyl issue and and uh, you know you have this po- these poisonous drugs that look like candy that are that they're saying that they're going to put in trick or treaters candy. Okay. Kids candy. So they say they're saying now that you got to be careful uh and checking your candy because you don't know if any of, if any of that could be that fentanyl trash. Okay. But it wouldn't surprise me if there are kids if there if there are kids that somehow get can't, get the fentanyl in the candy and they eat it and then they end up passing away from it. Okay, it's it's. I'm telling you, this is a wicked world we live in, folks. Don't buy into this trash. Um. But anyways. Coming back. So, these Druids would go trick-or-treating for human sacrifices. If the head of the household cooperated, they would choose a family member to be a human sacrifice. Okay? And in return, they would get a pumpkin filled with human fat that would burn, which would, in their eyes, would be a blessing... In a protection. Why? Because these Druids believe that if if, if they gave you a pumpkin filled with human fat. And they burn a thing all night. It's said that it would serve as a protection of the spirits that they would release that evening. Do you see how wicked this is? The pumpkin filled with human fat is where we get the jack-o-lantern from. I'm telling you, Samhain is a holiday of death. Okay? You're going to see this here. Now, if they didn't... If the manor of the house didn't cooperate, the Druids would paint in blood on their door a hexagram and it said that normally somebody that night would die because of fear or for some other reason now if you know what a hexagram is a hexagram is a six-pointed star which happens to be the same exact star on Israel's flag, which people tend to think that that star is the star of David. Well, newsflash for you. That six-pointed star on the Israeli flag is not the sign of the Jewish people. The actual sign of the Jews is the seven-candled steak menorah. But the hexagram is something that witches will use to put a hex on you. Do you see how wicked this is? I'm telling you, this is wicked. Wicked and vile stuff. And yet you've got Christians that participate in it. The Druids would paint in blood this hex this hexagram, and someone would die, will usually die from it. Okay? Now what would happen is <clears throat> after the Druids went trick-or-treating for human sacrifices, they would come back and they would put these sacrifices in cages to be consumed in fire. But before they did that, they played a game. They played a game. Okay. Okay. Now, this whole apple cider substance, this is where I say this is where bobbing from apples comes in. They would pretty much do that. In this hot, very hot apple cider substance, they would throw in an apple and they'd have you bob for that apple. And I don't know about you, I don't think I would really want to do that. With that apple cider substance being as hot as it is. And even if you survived, you'd still have issues. Because of it. But what they would do is they would put an apple in there and they'd say, Okay, if you can get that out in one try, we'll set you free. Okay. But if you didn't get that apple out on the first try, you would be beheaded. Now, think. Now, it's also said that if you actually go to Stonehenge and go underground, you'll see a lot of human remains. There's, there's said to be a lot of human remains under Stonehenge. People that were beheaded. And sacrificed. But you see how wicked that is? Why would any Christian want to participate in that? Okay. Let me tell you how powerful these Druids were. These Druids had so much power that they were the ones to decide who can marry or who cannot get married or can worship and couldn't worship. These Druids were Laodiceans. They lorded over the people. They said, Well, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can do that. You can do that. They were telling people what they could or could not do. The Druids were wicked. I mean, they were as wicked as hell itself. These people were cruel. And Salwin is not a game to be played or to mess with. Okay? It's not. Now, Mark chapter 12, verse 27. This is what Jesus says. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Ye therefore do, gr- ye therefore do greatly err. Halloween, or Samhain, is nothing but a satanic killing holiday that glorifies death. Let me tell you something. If you've got such a high day that glorifies death, is it really from God? No. Because God is not the God of the dead. He is the God of the living. And so if God is the God of of living, then by no means, you who are Christians, should not be partaking in a death holiday. You ought to be for life. You know, the Druids went around trick-or-treating for human sacrifices. Instead of dressing up in a costume and, and bowing down and worshiping Satan one night a year... Why don't you put on your Sunday clothes, go around, and pass out tracts? See, the Druids went around trick-or-treating for for human sacrifices. Why don't you, Christian, go out, pass out tracts, put on your suit, and go out and just start passing out tracts and telling people about Jesus? Christians have no Christians have no business meddling in with a with a with a death holiday. Okay? They, they got no business. Okay? It's an evil, blasphemous, witchcraft holiday. And Christians really shouldn't be getting into it. They shouldn't be. <clears throat> it's wicked stuff, man. It's wicked stuff. Now, that's what I had for the notes on that particular teaching. I want to encourage you to go and and actually watch watch his teaching. Watch Doc Marquis's teaching on the, on Halloween. I think you'll be very shocked. By what by what you hear, okay. Um, it's it's bad, okay. Now with that, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna go through some notes that I came across. It was um, and actually, it was an it was uh from uh, the the cutting edge website. It's the cult holidays and sabbats, and um. I printed these notes off because a lot of the information here in, in here I think is very very good. And I think it will complement uh, <clears throat> really complement what I'm talking to you about. Okay? Um us so we're going to so we're talking about Salwin. Okay? Um, October 31st is Samhain, also known as Halloween or All Hallows' Eve as designated by the Catholic Church. This date is the Illuminati's high day of human sacrifice. Halloween has been changed over the past 30 30 years in two important ways. First, children have been encouraged to participate by donning such inoffensive costumes as Barbie... Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. And secondly, adult costuming and parties have reached a tremendous apex and has become a most macabre day of celebration. Um... Historically, Halloween is the deadliest holiday ever celebrated in human history. This satanic night is dedicated to the Celtic lord of the dead. Also symbolizes of the horn god and the stake god. The Druids celebrated Samhain as a three-day fire festival building huge bonfires thought to ward off demons that roamed around. Additionally, the fires provided the means by which the required human sacrifice would be presented to the sun god. In enormous wicker baskets, the priest caged both human and animal sacrifices, which they then lowered into the flames. The priest would carefully watch the manner in which the victim died in order to predict whether the future held good or evil. This comes from Pagan Traditions of the Holidays, page 71. Okay, think about that. It's a deadly holiday. And according to this, it deals with death. You see, you see, listen, you, you, you have to, Christian, you have to think about this. Do your do your homework. Do your research. Okay? Because, listen, th- th- this, I'm telling you, I mean, it goes back to what I just said in Mark chapter 12, verse 27. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Amen? Jesus Christ is the God of the living, not the dead. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, All I can do is be able to tell you and to show you how bad and wicked Samhain is. Um, the origin of popular Halloween traditions, such as sweets and trick-or-treating. This pe- By the way, if you think trick-or-treating was some sort of modernistic version of, huh? no, trick-or-treating has been around a long time. Okay? This pagan practice is over 2,000 years old. For the sake of their safety and well-being, people put outside their home, sweets, the best mutton legs, vegetables, eggs, and poultry, honey, and even wine. So the wandering evil spirits would consume them on their way back to the netherworld. Failure to treat these evil spirits might result in a curse being put on the home. Well, Brandon, trick or treating is harmless. No, it's not. Did you just hear? Did you not hear what I just read? It's a two thousand year old practice. It may seem harmless now, but it's really not. It's not harmless. The people literally believe that when these spirits came to your door, they would trick you if you did not treat them. By the way, has anyone ever seen the movie Thor? Like the the Marvel movies Thor? Do you know... Who Thor's brother was? Loki. By the way, you you know what Loki was very famous in? Tricking. He was a trickster god. He always loved tricking people. Just saying. People think, oh, it's this harmless one. No, it's not. You peep. Listen. Anyone who thinks, anyone who thinks that Halloween is harmless is nuts. Seriously, I mean, you cannot, you cannot Christianize, you cannot Christianize um, a satanic holiday. Well, what about trunk or treating? That's, that's, that's different. No, it's not. Trunk or treating is the same as trick or treating they just repackaged it to make it seem like it's harmless I'm telling you there's going to probably be people who are going to hate me for this but that's fine they can hate me if they want um okay so the American version of Halloween you know where that came from? Ireland came from Ireland the potato famine in 1840 brought thousands of immigrants from the Emerald Isle. With them came goblins, jack-o'-lanterns, bonfires, apples, nuts, and pranks. The Irish are also responsible for bringing trick-or-treating to great popularity in America. In Ireland on October 31st, peasants went from house to house to receive offerings to their Druid God, Muck This procession stopped at each house to tell the farmer his prosperity was due to the the benevolence of Allah, or else misfortune might befall the farmer and his crops. Few farmers risked any such displeasure of the pagan deity so the procession returned home with eggs, butter, potatoes and in some cases coins. To the Irish farmers This was no joke. They greatly feared the Celtic god might destroy their homes and barns, trick-or-treating as part of this pagan heritage. And that comes from Pagan Traditions of the Holidays, page 78-79. to Okay. Now, you've got horrifying costumes. People would also take burning wisps from the bonfires and wave them around to frighten the many evil spirits roaming the earth. In case the burning wisp alone would not work, revelers clothed themselves in the most hideous and terrifying costumes. These people believe that if you dressed in a terrifying costume and went trooping around with, all, with the spirits all night, they would think you were one of them and would leave you alone. This comes from Halloween and Satanism. Uh, Phil Phillips, page 26 to 27. Okay, now huge bonfires. Satan's obsession with fire has produced human obsession with building huge bonfires. As we stated earlier, these bonfires were practical and that they provided the means by which the priests sacrificed the human and animal sacrifices so crucial to Halloween. When the last fires died out, people would race each other down the hill, shouting, "The devil gets the last down," which comes from Phillips, page twenty-seven and twenty-eight. You got divinations. Samhain or Halloween was also the time to engage the devil's assistance in divining the future. Questions. Questions concerning marriage, luck, health, and the time of one's death were most popular subjects of divination. In Scotland, young people assembled for games and pulled shoots out of the ground to ascertain which of them would marry during the coming year and in what order the marriages should occur. And God has something to say about divinations. Okay, God says don't do it. Ezekiel, actually, hang on a second. I want to see here. And Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10, there should not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination... Or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. God says, "Don't do it." But this is what this is what's going. This is what goes on in, during this time. And Christians don't know their Bibles. They get so sucked in. And, well, it's a harmless holiday. No, it's not. It is not. Um. Apple. Okay, so snap Apple nights. Okay, apples have... Long been a token of love and fertility. At Halloween parties, people bobbed for apples and tubs of water. If a boy came up with an apple between his teeth, he was assured of the love of his girl. The snap apple game was one in which the boys delighted. Each boy in his turn would spring up to attempt to bite an apple that was being twirled on the end of a stick. The first boy to succeed would be the first... The first to marry. Apple seeds were used to tell fortunes. What did God say about that? Don't do that. Peeling an apple in one long piece was supposed to tell a young girl about her future. The girl would swing the apple peel three times around her head, then throw it over her left shoulder you see how wicked that is shoot i mean listen people we don't need all these fancy smancy little things to tell us what the future is listen we have a bible it's called your king james bible if you want to know what goes on in the future Pick up your Bible and read your Bible. You don't need any of this Halloween trash. You really don't need any of this Halloween trash to tell you what's going to happen in the future. Just ask God. Amen. Now, which is familiar spirits? Owls, bats, cats, and toads are an essential part of Halloween. And for a very good reason, they are known as the witch's familiars. A divining familiar was a species of of animal whose shape Satan would assume to aid the witch in divining the future. You guys, you read this stuff and you listen to what I'm saying, you know this is just purely witchcraft. And God says don't have any part of it. Um, Other familiar spirits, shapes, include hens, geese, small dogs, rats, butterflies, wasps, crickets, and snails. Just saying. It's wicked stuff, man. It's wicked stuff. Um... Jack o' Lantern or Trick or Treat. Various names for Jack o' Lantern were Lantern Man, Hobble Hanger, or Will or the Wisp. The Lantern Men got their name from the pale, eerie lights that appeared over bogs and marshes in England. These ghostly lights, which bobbed along like a lantern in someone's hand, were called corpse candles. Candles were said to be signals from the souls of men lost at sea. That comes from Halloween and Satanism, Phillips, page 33 to 34. And also the stuff about the witches' familiar spirits, that comes from pay, uh, Pagan Traditions of Holidays, page 75 76. Um, Celts often hollowed out a tunic. A, a, a turnip and carved a grotesque face on it to fool demons. They carried such lanterns to light their way in the dark and ward off evil spirits. While the turnip continues to be popular in Europe today, the pumpkin has replaced it in America. Jack is a nickname for John, which is a common slang word meaning man. Jack O' Lanterns literally means man with a lantern. That comes from Pagan Traditions of the Holidays, page 79 to 80. Uh, Druid Trick or Treat. The Druids originated the practice of hollowing out the jack-o'-lantern and filling them with human fat. Whenever a raiding party came to a home to demand of the husband that someone inside be surrendered as a human sacrifice, they would light a jack-o'-lantern filled with human fat. If the husband relented and provided one of his loved ones as a sacrifice, the Druid party would leave jack-o'-lantern on the porch. This lantern would be tell the other raiding parties and the demonic host that this party had surrendered a human sacrifice and the remaining people inside would be left alone. Guarantee that no one else in the house would be killed that night was the treat. If the husband refused to surrender one of his loved ones, a trick would be placed upon the house. The members of the raiding party would draw a large hexagram using human blood on the front door. They got the blood for the, 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 the hexagram from a dead body they dragged around with them using a cable tow. The demonic, the, the demonic host would be attracted to this hexagram and would invade the house, causing one or more of the inhabitants to either go, insa- and go insane or die from fright, which comes from America's occult holidays. By the way, do you know... There's only one that can drive out devils. His name is Jesus Christ. Do you see how devilish this these 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 wicked these, this wicked holiday is? It's wicked. And And you got ignorant Christians that will say, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Really? You cannot be partaker of the Lord's Table and the Table of Devils. This is the true origin of Trick or Treat and the Jack-o'-lantern. With that said, do you really want to take your kids out trick-or-treating? Do you really want them exposed to a satanic holiday? Now, let's get into some of these forbidden practices because God says don't do it. Forbidden practices especially associated with Halloween. God lists satanic practices that he absolutely forbids on the pain of death. Every one of them is uniquely associated with Halloween. Enchantment, act of influencing by charms and incantation using the practice of magical arts. Witchcraft, dealing with demonic spirits using their prescribed methods commonly called rituals and the magic arts. The Bible forbids it as in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19-20, through 20. and we'll come back to that here real shortly. Today, thanks to Harry Potter and the Lord of the Rings, witchcraft is sky rotting, skyrocketing in popularity. TV shows that depict witches are Bewitched and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. To just mention a couple, go to a video game store sometime and walk down the horror aisle, where you will see the popularity of witchcraft in America today. Guys, God's not playing around here. Don't play around with this stuff. Don't be playing games with God thinking it's okay to be doing stuff like this. Okay, Galatians 5 19. Uh, Let's see, Galatians 5. Now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these: adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, verse 21, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such that they do that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. people who do this don't inherit the kingdom of god so what does that mean means that you christians have no business dealing with this halloween trash so stay out of it sorcery use a power gained from the prescribed rituals demanded by the demonic host Once the witch or wizard performs a particular ritual correctly, the demonic host is required to provide the power to accomplish that action desired by the witch. Divination, which God says don't do. Fortune telling and seeing into the future. God wants us to trust in him and his power and not worry about tomorrow. Satan, on the other hand, loves to get people consumed by the idea that they can know what lies ahead of them. Wizardry, the art of practices of a wizard, sorcery, a wizard or witch, is one skilled in the magic arts or sorcerer. Necromancy, huge part of Halloween, and God says don't do it. Communication with the dead, specifically conjuring up the spirits of the dead for purposes of magically revealing the future or influence the course of events. Charm, the practice of putting a spell on someone in order to change or control their mind and or behavior wizards love to get their enemies one on one because they can charm them through the use of ritual done before the meeting and by the demonic host residing within them okay now here's some hist- here's some history here for you adolf hitler followed his followed this practice closely as he dealt with the leaders of europe Britain and Russia, British Prime Minister Chamberlain was totally charmed by by Hitler as he sought to appease the German dictator and Munich in 1938. Chamberlain was so totally charmed by Hitler, he enthusiastically proclaimed after returning from Munich that he had achieved peace in our time. When dealing with a powerful member of the Illuminati, do not attempt to meet with him nor place any confidence in the testimony of people who have met with him. A charm ritual is easily performed and results in the leader excuting confidence, character, and sincerity they most assuredly do not possess. Stargazing and, or astrology, divination of the supposed influence of the stars and other heavenly bodies upon human lives and the affairs of nations. Occultists literally order their lives according to astrology and numerics. Soothsaying, foretelling events and prophesying through a spirit other than the Holy Spirit. Prognostication, to foretell from signs and, and symptoms also prophesying without the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. Magic, tapping into the power of the demonic realm through the use of prescribed rituals so that the action carried out is accomplished through demonic power. All these activities are uniquely associated with the activities and traditions of Halloween. Christians have no business participating in Halloween. To do so is an act "...against a great number of scripture in which God uses the strongest possible language to forbid it. In fact, in most instances, God decreed that people practicing these activities be put to death. Yet we see many churches having Halloween parties in which many of these pagan practices are followed. The Apostle Paul gave us a strong warning warning that should stop us dead in our tracks." Okay, now let's let's take it to, to Ephesians. Uh, by the way, we're almost done. We are almost done. Uh, let's see, Ephesians, let's see here, Ephesians. Hang on. Hang on a second. Let's actually, I'm going to just tape. just turn in my Bible. I think it'll be a lot quicker. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6. Ephesians 5, 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Verse 7. Be not ye therefore partakers with them, For you were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Paul says he wants you to walk as a child of light, not a child of darkness. Okay, now... Stop listening to people giving you empty excuses and groundless arguments for these sins. For if you go ahead and participate in this most evil holiday, God shall surely not look away. One final note before we start closing here. On Halloween is, if you have been paying attention, you will know that these practices form the heart and soul of Harry Potter novels and movies. Harry Potter is a wizard and he comes from a family of witches and wizards. That's generational witchcraft. His entire existence written within these w- novels revolves around the Hogwarts school of wizardry and witchcraft where Harry and his friends learn all these 11 forbidden practices. Okay. Now, believe it or not, I actually just, that's, that's all I got for these notes, okay? That's a lot of information to take in, okay? That's a lot of information to take in. But that's, the, that's, that's some of the notes that I, came, uh, that I got off of um, this particular source that I have on Occult Holidays and Sabbaths. Okay, it's. Listen. Stuff like this is serious. It needs to be taken seriously. Amen. Don't play around. God's not playing around. Okay. Romans chapter 1, verse 32. Who know in the judgment of God that they which commit such things and are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. You might say, "Well, that's just—it's just a harmless little thing." No, it's not. Have you been listening to what I've been reading for the past hour? Salwyn is witchcraft. And just even watching it is worthy of death. Listen, people, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to harsh anyone's mellow. I'm not trying to be mean. But Paul says that all this stuff that you know, witchcraft and emulence and all these and all these things are the works of the flesh, and those who do them will not inherit the kingdom of God. I'm not trying to be mean, but it needs to be said. Trunk or treating is same thing as trick or treating, just going from car to car well brandon it's harmless no it's not listen I'll tell you what if you I want you to do me a favor I want you to take what I said and compare it with the word of God if what I said was wrong and and and, and if, if 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 the if the, if I said one thing and the word of God says another then let God be true and every man a liar But if I am right in what I say, God will hold you responsible for what I have told you. And he will also hold me responsible for what I said. Samhain is a wicked, wicked holiday. I do not care what you, I don't care what you say. Christians ought not to have any part in Samhain. Just saying. Just saying. Now, I said some pretty heavy and probably graphic stuff tonight. So I want to end it on a better note I want to end it on a good note if there is any if there is any of you who are Christian who may be ignorant or just you know didn't know what they were doing these things can be forgiven for whether you did it willingly or not listen god loves you he cares for you he wants what's best for you okay he wants what's best for you if you know that you've been if you know that you've been doing these activities and you shouldn't and God's convict you and convicting you tonight repent amen just repent repent and be- repent and believe the gospel repent amen just repent God is faithful if we sin and fall short, Christ is faithful to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen. And so I just want to encourage you tonight that if you're guilty of any of these sins, you can repent and God will forgive you. Repent and turn back to Christ. Remember, you cannot be, you cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of devils. You just can't. What idols, what concord hath Christ with Belial? God is wanting separation from his people. God is wanting separation from this world And his and, and his people. Sanctification is being separated onto God, away from sin onto God. God wants to sanctify you, but are you willing to like let all this go? If not, God will just chasten you. And he'll just continue to chasten you till you say, No, I don't want it anymore. Because we know when you become born again and when you become a child of God, you don't want that stuff anymore. You you hate it. Christianity is like, oh, I have to give this up. I have to give this up. No. When you become a born-again Christian, you don't want to do those things anymore. Why? Because you've been made a new creature. And I just want to exhort every one of you. Do not walk as children of darkness, but walk as children of the light. You are the children of your Father in heaven. Walk as children of light. God is light, and in Him there is no darkness. And Halloween is a very dark and deathly holiday. And God is not the God of the dead, He is the God of the living. God is all living. He is the God of the living. He is light, true light. Amen? True light. Well, listen, I love you guys. I do. And I hope that this was a blessing to you. I hope you learned something from this. But the stuff I said had to be said. Amen. I could. There is no way for me to get around it. I had to say what I had to say. Amen. So I hope that you will take to heart and think about what I said. And again, if I am wrong, let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. So, anyways, I love you guys. God bless you. I ask that you guys will pray for me pray that you'd have a great rest of your week have a safe week be prayed up go to church read your bibles amen i love you guys um you guys are the reason why i do what i do so pray for me amen anyways um, I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a great evening and Lord willing we will uh, we'll see y'all next week. All right? God bless you guys. See ya. Love you.